is up, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Main Event Heat Podcast. I am your host, Rob Weathers, and we have got a, a pretty special episode this week. This is the one-year anniversary of Main Event Heat. I believe that the very first episode came out July 26th of last year. This episode coming out July 25th, so... Right there at the one-year mark, I, I, it's so weird. It's so weird to think about because, you know, oh, well, let's go ahead and get right into the conversation. You know, I really want to talk about where we've come from in the last year and, and everything that, that I've been able to accomplish, everything this podcast has accomplished in the last year. And it's so weird to think about how, you know, a, a big part of the early narrative when Main Event Heat got started was... I had gotten fired from a talking shop affiliated podcast and now I'm starting my own podcast, right? And I don't know how candid I've been about this specific part of that whole ordeal or not, but I can tell you right now, if things would have ended the way that I intended them to and I would have left talking shop in November of last year like I had planned on, I don't think I would have started my own podcast. And it's just so crazy to think about how things work out sometimes, you know, and if if this one specific event doesn't happen, then all of this other crazy shit that happens after that might not ever happen. And yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. You know, I, I, I do, I don't know if I necessarily believe everything happens for a reason, but you know, there's, it, it's quite a coincidence how the cards fall sometimes, you know, and if it wasn't for how things ended over there, main event heat wouldn't have gotten started. And I, I want to thank each and every one of you folks who have been tuning in, whether this is your first time listening to the show, or if you've listened to every episode since the pilot, I can't thank you guys enough. The show is being listened to in, I think, 17 or 18 different countries. People from India, Brazil, uh, Estonia, like like all these fucking countries all over the world. And, of course, the United States of America, of course. I think we've got 30 states in the country that are listening to the show. We need to get the other 20 on board pretty soon. But I, uh, I, I, I just can't. I don't know if I can really properly explain how much... I really appreciate all the support, and and thank you to everybody who sent in questions during the Q&A episodes. I do hope to maybe do another Q&A episode in the next week or two, so if you have any questions that you would like to get in, you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram, or you can send an email to maineventheat at yahoo.com, of course. But yeah, man, such a wild and crazy year. How did it begin? Like I said, this the start of this podcast was from the fallout of of my position on another podcast and and not only that not only was was that whole issue there going on at the same time but I had just like a week or two before that called the last wrestling show that I got a chance to to do commentary on for several months that I think was July 10th of last year in Ringgold, Georgia was the last Larry Otto show that I did until November of that year. So I was on ice for a while and, you know, I'm sure a lot of you have put the pieces together now. Of course, Doc Gallo is a big part of Talking Shop. Doc Gallo is also the owner and operator of Larry Otto Pro Wrestling. I didn't really talk to him 
for those few months there. So I had no idea where my standing was with him. And it wasn't until November whenever he had asked me to, to come and help out with some filming the day before the the Larry Otto show that I found out that he didn't even know. He didn't even know that I got fired. That was not even on his radar. And he laughed his nuts off whenever I told him that I did. So I spent what is that, four months, three or four months right there, just all, just freaking out every day. Like, I, I, I spent a lot of time uh, texting with Zicky and, and going over to Zicky's house and talking to him, just, just talking about, like, how nervous I was about the future. And Jesus Christ, did this whole thing fuck up my career? Because at the time, I had only ever worked for Lariato. I hadn't done shows with any other promotion yet. I was just a few months into the business. And Zicky did everything he could to, to ease my mind. He took me out on the road with him a couple of times and, and even got me some spots here and there, which you know, I'm sure that a lot of you have picked up. I, I say Zicky's name quite a lot on this show, and it's for stuff like that. You know, the guy's, uh, he, he, he's not only taken care of me as far as, 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 as being a colleague and at times even a boss goes, uh, he's he's also been a, a great friend of mine, and I bring him up on a regular basis because he is an important part of my life. But that right there, you know, me and Zicky knew each other before all that happened, but I think our friendship definitely grew after all of that happened and after I started Main Event Heat. He was my first interview on the podcast. I've only interviewed four people. Zicky was the first one, which that had to be done. I, I had to start it off with a bang. A uh, month or two after that, I interviewed TJ Burks, who uh, used to be the cameraman for Lariato. I, I don't know if he's working with Lariato anymore. I didn't see him the last couple of shows for sure, but love TJ to death. Uh, to this day, one of the best cameramen I've ever, ever worked with, might ever work with in the future, to be honest with you. Dude's absolutely amazing at his job. After that, we ended season one whenever I interviewed my mentor, the fabulous playboy Bob Keller. That is to this day, the most listened to episode of Main Event Heat, so Uncle Bobby equals ratings, that's for damn sure. And recently, I interviewed my buddy over at IWM, Big Mike. So I, I've only done four interviews in the almost 50 episodes of Main Event Heat. Of course, we had, I think it was like five weeks there that we were off between season one and season two. So I think there's been 47 episodes. I think this makes episode 47 or 48. And I've only done four interviews, and it's... It's because I had a really hard time trying to figure out what I wanted to do with the show. And at first, you know, I interviewed Zicky really early because I wanted to do more interviews. I wanted that to be a big part of the show. I've got a lot of friends in the business. I'm sure, you know, I could get a lot of people to come on. And, and I, I could, but I just, something about, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people are doing that. I feel like a lot of people are, are doing interviews, you know. I, I, I did an episode with the boys over at Barry the Gimmick recently, and, and they do a lot of interviews on their show. So I, I don't think that the, the wrestling world needs another interview-heavy podcast. So I figured let's do something that not a lot of people are talking about. I'll talk about my own personal career. I mean, I, of course, nobody else is talking about me. I'll, I'll be the guy that does that. But, uh, you know, even then, I have to... For the sake of the algorithm, I have to cycle in some watch-alongs. I have to cycle in some top 10 lists. I, I have to talk about current events because I I don't think I'm famous enough to, to maintain just talking about my own career on here. 
but you know, there, there's definitely been a nice audience that's gotten cultivated and, and there definitely proves to be some people that do enjoy hearing about that. You know, it's, it's, uh, I don't really get too inside baseball on this podcast. I don't think, you know, I, I don't talk too much about like backstage goings on and, and things of that nature, but you know, we'll get into, we'll get into some details every once in a while. And I do think that people appreciate that for sure. Hey guys, let's take a quick second to talk about this week's sponsor, Fiverr. If you're looking to get any logo or any kind of artwork done, I cannot recommend Fiverr enough. I have personally used them multiple times. I have a t-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees that has a design that I got off of Fiverr. The main event heat logo that you guys have been looking at this whole episode, I also got done on Fiverr. You can get anything there from professional artists going from $5, $10, $20, however much you want to spend, I guarantee you, you will find some amazing artwork on Fiverr. And it doesn't just stop there. If you guys need to get someone to do an intro for your podcast, if you're looking for somebody to make you some theme music, literally anything you could possibly think of, you can find it at Fiverr.com. Make sure to use the link in the description of this episode, and let's get back to it. Something that I, I I hinted at, I don't know how many weeks ago this was. This 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 could have been early in season one for all I remember, but I know at some point, actually, yeah, I think it was the episode where I talked about whenever I got fired from Talking Shop. I talked about that main event heat was not my first choice for the name of this podcast. I had came up with I think three names before main event heat. Uh, and this, of course, obviously, as you guys know, was the one that I settled on. One of the names was, I think, Between Gimmicks. Like, it's, you know, kind of like the I'm between jobs is what a lot of people that got fired like to say. And that's um, that's that that's kind of how I was feeling right there. I'm Between Gimmicks. So Between Gimmicks was one of the first ones I came up with. Uh, there was another one that I don't remember, but one that I almost went with before deciding on main event heat. What was almost the name of this podcast was Wrestle Spank. I uh, I don't know why I came up with the name Wrestle Spank. I think it was actually the first name that I wrote down. Um, I don't know. That's I I think it was literally just let's just find a funny name to call the podcast something that uh. Something that'll boost numbers. People will look at that and go, oh, that's got to be interesting. Let me click on that and see what that's all about. But then the thing is, whenever you come up with a name, whether it's for a podcast or a business or anything, you should always Google that name just to see what comes up. You know, first off, you want to see if anybody else has that name. And if they don't, you want to see what just the the random Google-generated searches are for that. And uh, maybe don't type in Russell Spank on Google. <laughs> maybe... Maybe don't do that. You uh, you might see some freaky shit that uh, that you're not ready for. But so I I think simply because of the Google search, because of what I got uh, as far as video recommendations goes, is is why I I wound up going with Main Event Heat, and I I do like the name a lot. It's also apropos that I recently started working with a wrestling company called Main Event Wrestling from Georgia. I am surprised that I do not stumble on commentary more often than I do. I think once or twice I almost said main event heat on commentary instead of main event wrestling from Georgia. But uh I mean that that's I think that's really cool though. 
you know, just, I, I didn't plan that. I, I, I think I've had actually had one person ask me, uh, about the name of my podcast. I told him main event heat. I, they had assumed that it was like based on what we were doing at main event wrestling. And I'm like, no, mine, my shit was way before, but speaking of my career in, in the past year, since starting this podcast, like I said earlier, I only had worked for Larry Otto when this podcast started. Since then I've worked for, of course, IWN. I worked for WrestleForce championship wrestling from Atlanta. I did the two Zicky Dice Outlandish Paradise shows. I worked, uh, did a little music gig for UCW. I've, I've done, I haven't really worked for, but I've done some stuff with Zicky over at Southern Honor, which I, I would like to work with, uh, with those guys in the future. I'm not going to lie to you, but, but yeah, I've, I've, I've had so many awesome opportunities that have happened in the last year. And I, and I really do love the fact that at the end of the week, you know, after, after I go and work a couple of big shows, I get to come on this podcast and talk about it. And I'm going to do that right now. I, uh, I just had a big show last night. Of course, I'm recording on Sunday. Last night was the big IWN birthday bash show that I've been pushing on here for a while. Uh, it finally happened. I, I got to sit in on commentary with none other than the road dog, Jesse James. And it was just as cool, if not cooler, than I had hoped for it to be. Such a good guy. Immediately starts busting balls with me right out of the gate. Uh, I think we, I think we, we had a really good rapport. If you can't get along with Road Dog, then I don't know what to fucking tell you because he's just he's such a nice guy and a funny fucking guy too. Oh my god, he was killing me at the broadcast booth. And, you know, something that was, it, it was a really wild situation to find myself in. He came to me a little bit before the show, because he had to, once he got in, he had to spend a, a lot of his time at a merchandise table selling autographs to people. But once he finally got a chance to break away, we were like half an hour before showtime, he came up to me and was, you know, almost seemed a little nervous. He was like, hey, you know, I've never done this before. I've never done commentary. Like, like an, and I'm like, yeah, you have. You've done a couple of matches on TNA when you were in 3, three Live Crew. I saw it, you know. I know you know how to do commentary. He's like, I've never done a whole show. You know, and he's like, he's like, I don't know the talent. You know, obviously I know a couple of these guys that are on the card, but... I don't know a lot of these local guys, and, and I, I don't want to fuck anything up. You know, is there any way we can sit down and go over some stuff before this? And and it, it was such a weird position to be in where I've got a card in front of me, and I'm I'm giving Road Dog a rundown on every single one of these guys. This guy's the heel. This guy's the face. This guy's from, from here. This guy's the hometown hero. Uh, this guy has, has done this in the promotion in the past. This is the story that we're trying to tell with these guys. You know, and, and I just sat there and tried to go through as much as fast as I could with them. And it got to a point where I told him, and, and I couldn't believe the sentence as it came out of my mouth. I said, do not worry. I will take care of you out there. And just to be in a situation <laughs> where you say something like that to a legend, I mean, granted, yes, Road Dog, as he established in the early in the conversation, is not a commentator. But even fucking then, to be able to say the sentence, don't worry, I'll take care of you, you have got to have some serious fucking confidence in what you do. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've got a lot of fucking confidence in what I do. I, I'm not going to sit here and, and try to tell you I'm better than this commentator. I'm better, better than that commentator because I don't like doing that. You know, we're all in this together the way that I see it. We're all trying to make wrestling a better place. We're all trying to make it more and more entertaining every show that we do. 
So I don't, I don't have that kind of mentality. But uh, can I hold my own with fucking anybody at the broadcast booth? Yeah, I think so. And whenever you guys get a chance to to watch that show, the live stream did get taken down from the the YouTube page. It will be back up. Uh, I think we're actually trying to put up uh, like an amended version where we take out the breaks for intermission. We add some of the backstage interviews that we did after the show. I think we're in the process of trying to put that up right now, which uh, which would look a lot better because the live stream had had a lot of rough spots in it. As I don't know if it was a, a, an internet connection problem, but there there definitely looked like there was some some rough spots. So hopefully that does get put back on YouTube soon. But that is the the Independent Wrestling Network YouTube channel. Whenever it does happen, I will of course be sure to let everybody know. I'll be posting about it on social media whenever it goes back up. But whenever you guys do get a chance to watch it. Just that, just just comedy ensues right out of the gate with me and Road Dog. There was there was innuendo the entire show. There there were plenty of callbacks to his career. I I tried to do that as much as I could. I I tried to throw him as many softballs as I possibly could, just to you know he because he was worried about oh I might not know anything about these wrestlers. Okay, well I'll give you something to talk about. Don't worry. And I think we did a damn good job of that. And, you know, by the time we got halfway through the show, I think it was probably by the time we got to, uh, I think right before intermission was Dominic Stuckey versus Johnny Swinger. I think by the time we got there, Road Dog was definitely comfortable and he started firing on all cylinders and it was so much fucking fun on my end. I told everybody else at IWN, look, we got to do what we got to do. I need him here every show. I that needs to be my permanent broadcast partner because that shit was magic. And that's that I'm telling you guys, that's exactly how I feel about it. And everybody else that heard it, that's how they feel as well. The we actually had a, a, a full production team on this show and during intermission a couple of them had come up to us just to tell us how much fun they were having listening to us. And that that means everything to me. You know, it's like whenever I did that first Outlandish Paradise show, I'm, I'm sitting right across the hallway from the production team, and every time I open my mouth, they're fucking dying in there. And I, I live off of that stuff. If I can just pop the boys for a living, I don't really care if I'm on TV or anything. I just need to be in the locker room or wherever and just pop the boys all night. That's all that I'm trying to do. But that was a great show, and I, and I do really love that that came right around the time that I have the one-year anniversary of Main Event Heat. Because, you know, like I said earlier, I didn't fucking know a year ago what my career was going to look like. There was a point in time where I was like, shit, it might be over. You know, like I I fucked up with the one guy that owns the one promotion that I work for. What the fuck am I going to be able to do after this? And it's so awesome to think just a year later, I'm not only still going strong, might I add, but I, I got to work with a, a hero of mine. I had a chance to tell Road Dog that he was in the very first wrestling segment I ever saw as a child. He was a little mad at me for dating him. But other than that, you know, the age, the age thing got brought up a couple of times during the night. And I'm not exactly a spring chicken myself, but there's like a 20-year age difference between me and Road Dog. But, man, I, I got to tell you, so much fun. Like I said, hope to get to do it again. I got a, a DM from from Brandon over at Southern Honor, their their play by play guy, DM'd me yesterday before the show and wished me luck. And uh, I gotta tell you, man, that that means so much to me. Like it, it's one thing whenever a friend or a family member sends you something like that, but whenever a peer in this business does it, I don't know. It's just it's got something a little extra on it. 
And, and I really appreciate Brandon for doing that. You know, uh, man, I, I said it a little bit earlier and I mean it, I would love the opportunity to do anything with Southern honor. I, I think those guys have such a, such a consistently good show. You know, I, I've been to a lot of Southern honor shows as a fan. And then I went there a lot of times helping Zicky with stuff and the matches are almost always fucking bangers. And that broadcast team is, is one of the, the fucking best broadcast teams in professional wrestling right now. Like forget the Indies just in general, Brandon and, and Gerard are fucking awesome. And yeah, much love to, to all those guys over there at Southern honor. Making, making all of us here on the Georgia Indies proud, that's for damn sure. And you know what, guys? I, I didn't really have any kind of format for this week. I didn't have any specific talking points I wanted to talk about. I pretty much just, just wanted to take this opportunity and, and, and talk about where we've come from and where we've been in the last year here on Main Event Heat. And more than anything, I, I cannot state this enough, thank you each and every one of you who have been tuning into the podcast, like I said earlier, whether this is your first episode or whether this is your 47th episode, thank you all so much for tuning in. I could not keep doing this without the fan support. I absolutely couldn't, and I wouldn't. I'll tell you straight up, if nobody was listening to the show, I wouldn't fucking bother to record it, I can tell you. So so thank you guys so much for that. I've got some top 10 lists that I want to start working on here soon. I know I haven't done one in a couple of months. Friend of the show, Steven, sent me some ideas for some potential topics, and I think I'm going to have to start digging into those here in a little bit and get a couple of those. Yeah, some top 10 list ideas. Get a couple of those out there for you guys to listen to, so shout out to Steven for the suggestions. And if you have any suggestions that you want to send in, maybe you've got a good idea for an episode of Main Event Heat, send it over to maineventheat at yahoo.com, or you can always tag me on social media at SweetSexyRob on Instagram and Twitter. If you guys want to support the show, the best way to do that is by picking up a t-shirt over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash RobWeathers. And thank you so much for the last year. Here's to another year and many more after it. And once again, thanks for hanging out. <laughs>